I think that's I about as like funny as that joke. I don't like. No, I, don't I like the like joke. That. I don't like the setup. Well, I okay. like. That's why I'm saying I don't like the joke. I like the punchline. I don't like yeah. that setup. It's the first version, though. We need a little. It needs something else. Well, I liked what you said, Dan, about the the uh, husband or the wife coming home early. Yeah, you're it's just something with someone that. who's the lawyer's spouse is at home and says, "Oh, honey, you're home early," and the lawyer goes, "Yeah, it was a brief case." But that would why? be like a that would be like a scene in a movie. That would be in like a lawyer comedy if we never make a lawyer sure. comedy. <laughs> but then, <laughs> what was a brief case for the double entendre? Yeah, the I case guess you just have to the imagine ca- the it. case in the courtroom was brief. That's why he's home early. He <laughs> no, or she that. is home early. Then what don't you it's get? It's implied that the lawyer has a brief case. But there's no it, yeah, at a, all times, mm, so you yeah. don't have to mention it in the joke. Oh, so but you're not addressing the briefcase itself. No, I am because of how small it is in my version. But that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> I have so a question. A uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, Megan. Can something small be described like size-wise? Can it be described as brief? That's this what I was, was how this whole before you got on. This was how the whole fucking episode started, and I was freaking <laughs> out then, and I'm freaking out now. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Okay, I can't well, say briefs. Briefs I, are okay, shorter right, than you're boxers. Right, you're right, you're right. Uh, it was, uh, yeah. uh. What do you think? I, do you see like a cute uh, little puppy uh, and be like, oh, it's so wait. brief. Okay, what What do underwears, no, what do underwears. <laughs> no, it's good. Keep going. No, I'm following. That's what perfect. do lawyers take their underwear to work in? Briefcase. A briefcase. briefcase. That's more of like a Laffy Taffy joke, though. <laughs> What's, what the hell's wrong with that? Yeah, but no, there's no, nothing. Uh, we're going for a more sophisticated. <laughs> <We're not laughs> <high ground laughs> that's a, that's exactly. some popsicle stick it's shit there. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, wow. Okay. I want yeah. there to be more layers. Go well. show day. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, you hate to see it, folks. You hate to see it. Jackie. Yizzer. Can I ask your name uh, and birth date, please? Jacqueline Lambert, October 12th. And your height and weight? 5'3", 130. Okay. Nice. Uh, I will be, for your listening pleasure, Dan Daniels, I guess. November 10th, um, 9'9", and 9'9". For height and weight. That's not his. He's actually a very short man. Well, it's 99 he's stone for weight and 99 short centimeters. King, I think, is what they're calling it mm-hmm. these days. Welcome five to two, Happy but Birthday we podcast. weren't kidding about those feet. They're very big. He's custom size. I want to say this. Okay. Have you ever heard someone say that they have a fur baby? Yes. Oh, I got this friend. She's saying, I got these fur babies. You're going to love them. And I. I meet her fur babies, and they're just these dogs. I'm like, I was mm-hmm. expecting some hairy babies. Oh, yes. So we'll be working on a joke along those lines. I might abandon <laughs> that one or just... Again, we're, Jackie yeah. last week was saying, Brief if case. any listeners yeah, want to finish a joke where the punchline is... Well, you say it better than I do. Basically, it starts out where... At some point, there's a lawyer, and then the punchline is, it was a brief case. Honey, you're home early from court. 
Well, but you ha- it also has to do with a, a, a literal briefcase. See, you got to put that in. Somewhere. Oh, okay. So that's what we're going to be doing more and more as we put the ideas out there. We need you to refine them. We need you to make them funny because mm. we're not professional comedians, folks. Mm-mm. We're just your best friends. Mm-hmm. And we do want to thank you for listening. If you're listening right now, I love you. Um, I want to be with you. Not in a romantic way but just be together maybe in an empty room and just sit there and just be doesn't that sound nice jackie no i don't think we should be doing anything until we solve the briefcase riddle (sighs) i can understand why you would think that but time's a-wasting and we got something really important to get to so i just hope that i can strike down what you just said and strike you're asking up. me do i want to be locked in a room alone yeah. with one any one of our listeners no i was saying that i want to be and i didn't say locked that's your twisted mind what's the implication jacqueline what i know paul wants us to finish this joke lawyer walks in judge says um why is your sir why are you holding such a small briefcase and he says it was a briefcase. Hold on a second. Um, that was good. Wait, say that again. I wasn't listening. The lawyer walks into the courtroom. <laughs> He's holding a very small briefcase. <laughs> oh, like a joke briefcase. <laughs> the judge says, sir, why is your briefcase so small? And he says it was a briefcase. Oh, because he would <laughs> he wouldn't need very he wouldn't need very much, much paperwork stuff because it was just a short case because things that are small well oh that's good because it's brief as a measurement of time but also <laughs> a type of case Dan what Jackie? you got what I got is less frivolous than what my compatriot Jacqueline is hoping to do right now and it's more serious and it's a question. Along the lines of, um, can you guess which famous person has a celebrity birthday today? Yes, I can. Okay. And I will. And before I give you any clues as to the identity of this person, whoever they may be, whatever they may be, Uh I want you to just tap into your brain, because that's all we can tap into is our brain. That's all we have. And tell me. Sure. Yeah. Whose birthday is it? Do we have a brain or does the brain have a body? Really, truly. You're doing Yakov Smirnoff jokes in 2023. Um, I'm going to say it's the celebrity birthday of... Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein is my get, my answer. Wow. wow. That would be an exciting episode. I think we'd get a lot of plays on Apple Music and everywhere else. Yeah. But let's hear that sound again. Yep, yep, yep. Not Jefferson uh, Epstein. Now, this person is famously connected with a crime. Okay. But was not the perpetrator of the crime, but the victim. Brendan Dassey. Listen. Oh. No, no. Well, he he did it, didn't he? Wasn't that the did whole thing? Did he do it? I don't remember. Here's a hint, the likes of which we've never heard before. I remember that this... Jolly good fellow. I actually raw guessed this one a while back and it was wrong. Really? Yeah. I Whoa. don't remember what episode it was. It was a while back. Um, it's a lady. 
She's a gal. Oh. Famously the victim of a crime about ooh, 53, 54 years ago. Um, I can give you a pretty good hint in a minute, but with these bad hints, why don't you tell me who you think it could be? Victim of a crime from 20 to 30 years ago. Famous. Jean Benet Ramsey? I no, said, that wasn't that long. I said 53 or 54 years ago. Yeah. I, I was okay. Just That's sure. fine. That's fine. 53 years ago, victim of a crime, lady, famous, celebrity. Yeah. She's more famous, I would say, for the victimhood of the crime than her own career, which she did have sort of a career on the screen. More clues coming your way. Oh, the lady that the Manson people killed? And her name... Oh, shit. Linda? No. If you are, let's say um, you and I go to Buffalo Wild Wings together. Mm-hmm. Which and we, we do. Get, we get the 128-piece uh, boneless bobo mm-hmm. wings. Mm-hmm. And we're both eating that together, half and half. What are we doing with that um, tray of wings? We are going Dutch. Okay. Deutsch? I'd forget. Well, I don't. Which is a form of what? Um, sp- splitting it. Uh, uh sharing. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. I would share Sharon my tates with you any day. Hey, oh, Jackie, I love that. That's a lovely yeah. message because it's yeah. not a too lovely a thing to think about Sharon Tate. Um, no, she got really killed. Really. Yes. Bad. Yes, and she was. Um, approximately eight and a half months pregnant with child and that's just um and how can we turn this into something hilarious let's I'm, find out it, I'm itching <laughs> let's to tr- find figure out. it out so let's, okay let's see you're itching i'm gonna scratch your itch not physically but with my words which is what okay. i do every week with this segment that we do called the birthday did i say that right birthday yep birthday yep <laughs> birthday bag sure and tight here we go Sharon, Sharon, oh Sharon Tate, wherefore art thou Sharon Tate? This stunning starlet is sadly not most remembered today for her work in such films as Valley of the Dolls, The Fearless Vampire Killers, or two episodes of Mr. Ed. No, this legendary looker lives on in our memories for being slashed to itty-bitty bits by members of the Manson family in the summer of 69, no pun intended, when she was just weeks away from attaining MILF status. Now, Thinking about the Manson family reminded me of Charles Manson, their kooky yet charismatic paterfamilias. And you know, like it or not, there are always two sides to every story, right? And I'm not here to defend Charles Manson. I just think it's important for us to get a clearer idea of why things happened the way they did. Like, um, uh, those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And I don't think we want to repeat this part of history ever again, if we can help it. So let's just clear a few things up about these Charles Manson murder allegations. Now, first of all, you do know that the Manson family weren't actually related to each other, right? So, like, it's not like he made his dad go out and kill people or something weird like that. And that's another thing. Charles Manson's Harry Hyde wasn't anywhere in the vicinity of the gruesome, sadistic murders of this lovely young woman and her friends. Now, yes, he did tell his followers they should go do it, but just because someone tells you to do something don't mean you got to do it. Like, if I told Paul that he has to say on the mic, I suck and I can't get an erection, doesn't mean he, that he has to do it, because I tried to do that last week and he wouldn't do it. So, 
there's proof there. I was just reporting um, the facts. Okay, well, and speaking Calls of do- like a season. sure, and speaking of doing what you're told, don't you know that there were some very obvious power dynamic problems at play? For Mister Manson believed he was acting under the orders of the toppermost of the poppermost band of the 1960s, the Beatles. Yes. Charlie M. believed that the Fab Four's recently released White Album was loaded with coded messages impelling him and his followers to put Hollywood babes under the blade. It seems crazy, right? As you may know, at the scene of the crimes, messages were scrawled on the walls in the victim's blood evoking the White Album tracks Helter Skelter and Piggies. Now, I do think that interpreting those particular songs as murder messages is irrational. I think Helter Skelter is just a song about, like, riding a slide up and down at an amusement park. And Piggies is just a a terrible song that um, should only inspire someone to skip the track. But, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Or where there's smoke, there's Jackie. And so... (laughs) And so I decided in honor of the birthday of that comeliest of corpses, Sharon Tate, that I would take a deeper dive into the works of Ringo George, John, and Paul to see if perhaps Charles Manson <laughs> was right all along. So Okay, I can't wait for this. Because you don't really, you've probably not really heard too much about them like as a group. The Beatles. No, I kind of know them as sort of like this pop culture thing with the haircuts right. and the big pants, whatever it was they did, but... um. I haven't really listened to a lot of, um, you know, that sort of music. In, in, as Paul has said before, I'm mostly into, like, kind of modern blues, stuff you'd hear at Blues Fest, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, and they did, like, rock. Right? Yeah, hard rock. Yeah. Um, so just going back to the, through their discography, thinking, like, how could someone reasonably interpret these songs to be a message to go out and kill some people, right? Yeah. So I started with the uh, the album that Mr. Manson was particularly fixated on. Uh, it's called the White Album, and wonder why. So, yeah, <laughs> song on there that uh, I'm gonna play you a snippet of this because I I found this kind of compelling. I'll let the, I'll let the audio speak for itself. Okay. Okay. So you can't do that. I don't know how you're supposed to take that if you're some drugged out hippie <laughs> listening to these things. Um, I don't think that there's much. Wow, I guess. Yeah, I never really listened to the lyrics that well, much. I guess this I this next that. one it goes back even further. I got a couple more here. It goes okay. back even further. Uh, the year before that, the alleged summer of love, 1967, the uh, the album Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Cl- uh, Hearts Band. And, uh, again, just see how someone is supposed to interpret this if they're listening.
<laughs> pretty gruesome. I mean, that's 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 even describing I see the how, yeah. I see how they got that. The method and <laughs> Jesus. Um, we got wow. one more here. I, this goes back to the earliest days of Beatlemania. Um, I don't know how this got swept. It got swept under the rug, frankly, for a long time. Um, so this is one of their earliest hits. I was shocked to hear this. Let me know what you think. Maybe I'm maybe I'm off base with the way I'm hearing some of these songs, but just sure. let this one play out for a minute. So, well, Jesus Christ! <laughs> in plain sight the whole time. That's um, crazy. You didn't even have to play the record backwards. No, exactly. <laughs> it's just right there. Yep. That's nuts. People were playing it backwards, like yeah, yeah, Like, what does that mean? <laughs> play it, it forward, you dumbass. Yeah, yeah. So, wow, 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 wow! Incredible journalism on your part. Thank you. Groundbreaking. Very much. We're waiting. Brown, groundbreaking. <laughs> I'm probably the best DIY journalist out there these days after um they locked up old Andrew Callahan. So happy yeah. birthday, Sharon Tate. And uh, we're awaiting um, Sir Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney to be prosecuted for their crimes. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and yeah, lock them all up. Lock up Ringo. Lock up whatever the other one is that's sure. alive still and yeah. get them out of my face i'm sick of it yeah. throwing soiled rags on people getting people sick <laughs> making people do murder enough is enough hollywood we're on to you and they masturbated each other together well that's yeah. fine you can do yeah. yeah. Ju- just like with your friends that's fine You already know that Stamps.com is your one-stop online shop for all your shipping and postage needs. But let's face it, who even sends that much mail anymore? How can you get the most bang for your buck from your subscription? Well, don't worry, they've got you covered. Right now, when you sign up for our sponsor, Stamps.com, they will put you in contact with a randomly selected fellow Stamps.com customer to be your new pen pal. That's right, you'll be writing and receiving weekly one-page friendly handwritten letters from who even knows whom. And don't worry to guarantee that the letters continue at the required weekly rate. If one pen pal misses one week, they will be hit with a hefty fee Week number two could lead to possible legal action, and if a third week is missed, that pen pal will end up on our Stamps.com wall of shame. But we know you won't let that happen to you because you want to use up as many stamps and envelopes as possible. And right now, when you use the promo code PPAL, you will be enrolled in the daily pen pal letter program at the same cost as the weekly plan, with the same penalties shifted to a daily rate. So what are you waiting for? The post office to find you a pen pal? Log on to Stamps.com today, click the big red Find Me a Pen Pal Today button, and soon you'll see that maybe the real Stamps.com was the friend we made along the way welcome back everyone welcome uh, back are you live are you good are you here i'm live i'm a little concerned in my basement studio right now you can hear the water flowing through the toilet pipes and just stop no so now we're ready to go i think people like that actually no they do they're like we like your uh natural toilet noises that's I one like of big feedbacks i get paul's unnatural eating of a piece of cake out of them was it someone's birthday at work, Paul? Or what's going on? Where do you get that cake from at? No, no one's birthday. Just bought a cake? Um, no, just they a let, slice. 
Oh, okay. Just a slice. Jackie. Yeah. Wait, no, I do this. Dan. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um. Thank you. Is no. Guess whose birthday it actually is. Jackie, I'm gonna think that today is the birthday of someone that is the polar opposite of Sharon Tate. Someone that is not a, a beautiful woman. Okay. Someone that is not the victim of a per, uh, not the victim of a violent crime. I'm gonna say it's the birthday of Kyle Rittenhouse. No, I'm so sorry, but you are 100% wrong. It is not Kyle Rittenhouse. Phew. Phew. I said. Phew, indeed. Yeah. This is actually, well, it's a man. Yeah, all right. Um, he was born in 1870. 1870. He was born in 1870. He uh, died in 1901. Young man. I'm going to go ahead and just say you don't know this man. That is so fucking rude. I know it's a bold move, but I just... Maybe you have. I don't know. Um, he's an Indian poet. Oh, he his. Would you like to know his real name? Because I need you to guess his nom de plume. You give me his nom de real. His nom de real is Nandalike Lakshmi Narayana. And he is an Indian poet. Oh, golly. Yeah. Um, famous birthdays we talk about on this podcast, right? Well... Like Famously, Norton, um, all of these birthdays are sent to us by producer Paul, and yeah. sometimes right. he gives okay. me a stinker or two. But this, some, like Abe Lincoln's stepmom, someone like that. Sure. Okay. Right. Yeah. Is the nom de plume? I mean, my gosh, I, I I think that there's maybe a chance I may have heard it at some point in my life, but yes, you I, have. I have so much fucking information in my brain. It's hard to make sense of it all. Let me give you a little. Dewey Decimal System sure. into where this file might be located in your brain. Yeah. Think of oh, it's Dewey, famous right. American pop stars from the 80s who go by a single name. From the 80s? Madonna? Madonna! His name's Madonna. M-U-D-D-A-N-A. Madonna. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Yeah, All right, man. Jackie, that's interesting. And thank you for the Dewey Decimal System shout You're out. You're welcome. I, I go to the library work. and I tell them I'd rather see the Dewey Cox system walk hard. Yes. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Madonna. Okay, so I'm going to well, step aside. I'm going to roll back in my rolly chair and say this is Jackie's time to shine. Let's hear all about uh, material, material man. All right. Today's JGF, poet and prose man, Kavi Madonna, comes from India and is known as the harbinger of renaissance in modern Canada literature. 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 Ligatures, yes. Ligatures. His nickname, Madonna, comes from the word mudu, which means cute in his native Canada language. He is also called the Don Harold and Cock of modern Canada literature by discerning critics, and he claimed that the poetic genre was dead, and prose is what was dear to the human heart. Like the majority of the world's best artists, this cutie's contributions in his field were only recognized until long after his untimely death, at the age of 31 when he fell ill with tuberculosis at a time where a cure was not available. After he succumbed to his illness, his family burned all of his manuscripts and unpublished prose, believing that his excessive studying was the cause of his death. 
Because of this, and his insistence that his published works were actually written by ancient people, and that he received them through his ancestors, his authorship on his most popular works was not proven until 1929, that's 28 years after his death. His colleagues, friends, and fellow writers were actually able to prove that his works were indeed works of his own and not written by anyone else. JGFKM was also a Yakshagana poet, one who composes plays in poetry for the Yagashana Theater in Karnataka. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from his prose, his plays, and his poetry, Madonna also... Um, had edited and composed traditional songs to be sung on different occasions. I tried my damnedest to find a reliable English translation of any of the Madonna works out there, but unfortunately, they aren't easy to come by. He doesn't have a SoundCloud, an IMDb, or a Bandcamp. But this got me thinking. Mm -hmm. If I were to die today, at the ripe young age of 32, from an untreatable new disease... Would my friends and family be able to validate the authenticity of my prose and the plays and songs that I've written? Okay. So I was just wondering, Dan, if you were up to the challenge of the uh, Madonna provenance. I am or... always up for the challenge of the Madonna provenance. <laughs> I've said it time Great, and so time here, again. <laughs> what I've done is... I have. Um, so what I've done is here I have a list of a few lines from some of the most successful prose from both my personal writings, as well as some from other popular and well-known artists and um, prosers. So can you decipher which were written by me and which were written by someone else in a whole new game called the Madonna Provenance Challenge? Let's do the promenade. Fuck okay. It. Okay. I'll read a few lines of prose or song and you tell me who yep. wrote it, Jackie or someone else. Okay. So here we go. First one. I've got a broken mind. I can only lie. My husband hates my mind. I've been a bad, bad wife. I don't think you wrote that. I'm sorry, I did actually. Oh my guys, God, From a song called would... Hedgehog by the band Beatrix. I thought me. it would have okay. rhymed better. Okay. Do another one. <clears throat> I actually don't really do um, rhyming, but yeah, we'll I, I do. I do. Shoddy's like a melody in my head that I can't keep out. Got me singing like na 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 every day. It's like my iPod stuck on replay, replay. I'm going to say you wrote that because you love the iPod. <laughs> I should write more iPod songs, but I'm yes. so sorry. That was written by Sean oh, Kingston from the song Like a fuck. Melody. Next one. Yeah. I only see what I believe and things are looking pretty empty. Sounds like your outlook on life. I'm going to say Jackie. Yes, I did. I wrote that. It's from a song called Rose. Okay. Okay, we got another one. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Joe, I heard you shot your old lady down. You shot her down to the ground, yeah. I can do it again. You you didn't write that. No, I did not. That was a song called Hey, Joe by Jimi Hendrix. But... You're not going to let me not get by with saying he didn't write that song, actually. I know. I actually didn't check. I, know, I figured no you would let shit. me know, though. I know. And uh, I... So who wrote it? Uh, it's credited to a man named Billy Roberts, who I know All nothing right, about. Billy Roberts. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yep. 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 Sasquatch Godzilla, King Kong Loch Ness. <laughs> Goblin Ooh. Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. You wrote that nonsense. <laughs> no, I did not. Fuck! 
That is a song called Monster by Nicki Minaj. Oh, fuck. I knew Nicki Minaj. I <laughs> forgot about her. We love Nicki Minaj and her okay. body, body of work, if you know what I mean. Body of work. Sure. Okay, one well, ready for the next one. This is a song, by the way. This is not a poetry. Gotcha, not prose. Prose or... I should die, I should die, I should die, I should die. That's you, you wrote that. I should die, I should die. You wrote that. That is true, I did write that. It's from a song called Bad Thoughts. Prose sounds more like cons. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, next in the Madonna Provenance Challenge, we have (laughs) (laughs) the following lyrics. When the UFO is taking humans to their doom, will you still keep hating those that aren't just like you? Oh, no, you did some deep diving. Who wrote that? I'm going to say that was written by Dan back in like 2016, 2015. That is correct. That is the uh, When the Aliens Come by Dan Daniels off Fake Blues. And you should give it a listen. It's a good track. You okay. went back to my fucking band camp? Sicko. Next is not to be, the next one. Not to be you. Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time can bring you down. Time can bend your knees. Time can break your heart. Having you begging, please. That's like the Jay Giles band or something. That is Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, no disrespect. No okay. It's the bridge, right? Okay. okay. I never got that okay. far. What else do I have? I got one more. Are you ready? One more. Let's do the promenade. <laughs> okay. This Providence. water will make you Providence. sick. Do you follow? Don't dive to the bottom. And for God's sake, don't swallow. That one I like. I like that song. A song's called Don't Swallow, written by Mr. Dad Pasco. Dan himself. That's a good one. Well, I'd, I'd say you probably won the... No, you failed the Provenance Challenge, actually. So you oh. didn't get, like, two of my songs. So, When that's I a, Die... That's a B minus. Yeah. Please, Provenance My Pros. Jackie, when you die, don't wait I... Don't 28 years, okay? I, I don't want to be Madonna. We'll catalog your works. I will write your official biography. I'll go through your stuff. I'm going to keep some of it. Some Sasquatch, of it I'm going to give the good Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. When you're dead in your grave, I'm going to say you wrote that. How do you like that? I'm going to put it on your headstone. I'm going to put it on your <laughs> you headstone and attribute it to you. Sued by a rich lady. You can't sue no, you someone over put a headstone. On. Put yeah. Goblin on my headstone. I will put Goblin on your headstone. Producer Paul will keep Goblin on some cake. And in the meantime, <laughs> we're going to take a little breather. This is a lot of hard work to do what we do. I can't wait. Next week, I'm probably going to copy you and do a Mudana Providence because it seems like a fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it Instead is. Instead of singing uh, Beatles songs about murdering Sharon Tate, hoping my neighbors don't hear me recording this. I song. liked that. I liked well, if that. you're it was like the listeners, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And... Uh, get ready. They listen to is find the thing. Out. They actively listen, which is what you don't do. We're told when people think of the casa, they think of our delicious bread. There's a reason it's so good. It's made fresh every day and never frozen. Homemade, hand rolled, and timed just right. Always the perfect addition to any of our meals, or just by itself. Come by and have some today. It's just your style, Casa Calabria. Um, can we ask who is, we have someone in the studio with us. We have a guest in the studio. Uh, could you please identify your name and who you are and what your name is? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the guest. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Meg, Meg Paulson. I am a singer-songwriter currently in Cleveland, Ohio. 
although I do spend a lot of time in Columbus and will hopefully move there pretty soon. Um, I, I, uh, I'm releasing a single next Monday, actually, the single from my upcoming first project, which is very exciting. Uh, the name, which I have recently decided on, also very excited. Um, it is going to be called Garage Meets. So like meets in a garage. Um, okay. There is a backstory to that, believe it or not, um, sure. which we, we may or may not get into. We'll get into that. Good. I was secretly hoping you'd say yes. If you're comfortable sharing this information on a hot microphone, could you please tell us when is your birthday? My birthday is November 28th, 1992. Whoa. Ooh, that yeah, is remember. huge. Thanksgiving, yeah. Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, London. Ooh, it's yeah. 18 days after my, eight, uh, four years and 18 days after my birthday. <laughs> Cool. Pretty incredible shit. But (laughs) what I really want to tell you that's incredible is I have a big book in my tiny little hands that is called The Secret Language of Birthdays. This was written by uh, professors Gary Goldschneider and Juiced. Elfers. Juiced. Yeah. Okay. Now that's a name. <laughs> He's a, that's a name and that's a man. We've also turned it into a verb. So like right now you are getting juiced by Dan. Juiced. Yes, yeah. So juiced enjoy me. getting juiced. Welcome. Getting the that juiced. So weird. Um, Hashtag juiced. Exactly. <laughs> Got juiced on the, the HPG podcast. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. <laughs> I think I've read this before. Is that the one? It's like Got the numeral. Yes. Yep. It's got everything. Well, just yes. pretend you haven't heard it before. Maybe you don't remember what it says. It says a lot. I don't. I once whiled away an afternoon in Barnes and Noble flipping through this book, but it's been a while. So well, I think I need a refresh. We've whiled away about the past two years flipping through this book. God when you it. say read it, do you mean cover to cover? No. I'm oh. just, I'm lying. God, I miss. No, I skimmed. I I used to do that in the chain bookstore. Just you know, mm-hmm. pick up, just like, hang out. It's yeah. nice. Take it's a like a, big it's a good dump. vibe. Yeah, it's, it's no. a good vibe in Barnes and Noble. Yeah. I miss Borders. Honestly, that was another mm-hmm. good one. We I had a, in Borders. Marquette. We had B Dalton was the one. B Dalton. Where the hell was that? In the mall. By you don't know because he never went into a bookstore. Because he just can't read. Uh, yeah. Couldn't read. No, <laughs> I think you actually read the most books out of all of us. I don't think I that's true. You've said that before, reader. and I don't think that's true. I've you've... already finished two books this year, by the way. You read like textbooks, though, Jackie. I'm reading actual books right now. Okay. What are you reading? I'm reading Again. a book called Hidden Sea, and it's like a kind of a dark retelling of the Nutcracker. Hmm. And I just finished a book called Firekeeper's Daughter, which is written by a local author. Nice. About indigenous life in the UP. Wait, who? Um, gosh, I don't remember her name. It's about like meth and I don't want to give too much away, but it's really good. You can have it. I just finished it. Her name is Andrea something. Uh, and I, you know what I'm reading right now? Nothing because I don't oh. read books like you guys do. I told you. You read, told you. You read Seinfeld read or like, Sign Language. I read by like nonfiction about things you read the I Paul already Schaefer know book. about. <laughs> yeah. Meg, before I get into this book, t- uh, top 10 books that you're reading right now. I'm not even <laughs> reading 10 books. Um, you can make them up. Oh, I don't. So, okay, I don't remember the titles, but I actually am reading this cool book. It's something about like different smells and like Ooh, the different I like emotions that. and like visuals yeah. that they can evoke. It's really well written, too. It's like very charming um, wow. and engaging, too. I wish. 
I can see it in my head, the cover, but I can't remember the title. Smell it. Is it um, scratches? Take a picture of it and send it to us on Instagram because I'm sure. curious. It is. It's very, it's, it's really good. It's, um, it is a, an olfactory adventure. One is it you like scratch, scratch and, sniff? and sniff? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not that cool. I wish it was. Um, it yeah, smells like a book, that. unfortunately, but, um, that's it's cool, cool too, though. Yeah. It goes into like sweet smells. It goes into, um, like earthy, you know, stinky, mm. like, aromatic stinky stinky about scratch and sniff like it's i take it for granted it's always been a part of my life ever since i was a child you know there's Mm -hmm. like a sticker with a picture of a strawberry you scratch it it smells like strawberries yeah but imagine i just imagine someone inventing that and introducing that invention like i just worked on something where if you scratch a picture something it smells (laughs) i guess yeah that's good hell yeah anyway Kind of how I feel about scented markers. Imagine being that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like genius. that's yeah. cool. What a cool, especially the one that invented the chocolate one. Mm-hmm. Right. I actually Huge met a guy who does, he invents like flavors and he, I don't remember which one he said, but he was like, you remember the whatever candy or like, you know, blue Skittle. I don't know. And mm. I was like, oh yeah. And he was like, I did that. And I was like, you're so cool. That is actually that's super cool. That's like yeah. massive street cred forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I invented blue raspberry, bitch. Right. Like, yeah. now what? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do he after? Could... What do you even do after that? Just like hang out with me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Well, you can walk into a place and grab some blue raspberry candy and just walk out with it. And the, the place like, says, sir, sir. You're like, ah, I invented this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> See this right here? I'm baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just sticks yeah. out his blue tongue. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> sir. Did he do oh, a lot okay. of stuff with like beaver butts? Sorry, yeah, what? they do like uh, blue crab goo and like beaver butts. And yeah, they I don't know. From I don't know what place. you're talking about. I gotta, I gotta, oh. I gotta get this book out of my lap. It's okay. too heavy. Um, <laughs> wait. Bef- sorry. It's really okay. Quick. No, no, no. It's your. Go ahead. Someone said beaver butts. I'm kind of in. What? Why? It's a. It's yeah. a, like a scent thing right it's um like where it's like the sweet smell it's in like a bunch of shit it's a scent gland from a beaver i have never heard mm-hmm. of this at all yeah they put it in like lipstick wow. and stuff yeah wow uh, yeah. it's in like a bunch of foods and stuff too i'll, I'll have to find it i'll send you a couple Man. articles a lot of see. interesting stuff Man. all natural baby kind of an interesting dichotomy there meg where you uh Meg or uh, Megan, Meg, I'll Meg say, or Meg. Right? Like I we both either. heard an unfamiliar concept, and you were like, "Tell me more," and I went, "No, no." <laughs> he said, "Move we're, along." We're done. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the beavers anymore. It's more just about me knowing Josh than. <laughs> yeah, I just don't right. hear that phrase in life a lot. Beaver, beaver butt. butts. Mm-hmm. So I've never I, heard I had that, those two words together. I had to say something, yeah. and um, yeah, here we go. If you yeah. if you yeah. smell something, say something. They say. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's let's bring the laughter down. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Because <laughs> I want to get serious about birthdays and see what Juiced has to say about November 28th, the day of the lone wolf. Oh, wow. What do you think about that? Are you a lone, lone wolf or you got other wolves I around? Mean, or? I'm pretty independent by nature, but um, yeah. I prefer, I like to kick it with other wolves for sure. Yeah. Sure. Other lone wolves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Okay, there's a lot of information here. It's a pretty small font. There's no way I'm getting through this today. But fortunately, on the side of the page, there's a list of three strengths and three weaknesses. How about you? Lay it on me, Juice. This- okay. <laughs> here we go. Let's juice it up. 
Yeah. Let's start with the good news, Meg. <laughs> Your strengths. Oh, wow. You are profound, natural, and emotionally sensitive. Yeah, for sure. So yes. not not physically sensitive. Someone throws a basketball at your head, it bounces right off. You don't even notice. <laughs> I feel I like that's have... the most generic list of strengths we've ever gotten. That's just like describing a human. That's These a... are usually more not profound. They're they're usually more like you're stinky, you like coffee, you're a weirdo, and this is just like you're alive. Your brain. I feel works. like a fortune cookie. You know, like. You will accomplish something great in the right. next 10 to 12 business days. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Um, I will say of those three qualities, I'm very definitely emotionally sensitive. I'm a little mm. cinnamon roll at heart. Oh. Um, I'm sorry that I said your strengths are generic. They're very special. Yeah, no, I mean, back. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> no, profound. What the hell does that even mean? Like, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Juice. Mm. I need answers. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, I just found out what um, profound means. Okay. And it is uh, very great or intense. Okay. I. Thanks for looking that up. But we were all scratching <laughs> our heads over the word profound. Oh, I thought you were saying. I thought you said it's a very intense. Like it's a very great or intense. Like blank. I was just like. It's a very great or intense. Oh, like guess nope. the rest of the definition. Milkshake. A... It's a very great and intense. I just figured room. I'd help you guys like, out. I assumed there yeah. were other people in the room who weren't quite sure what the word meant, so we looked it up, okay. and now we all know. Now, yeah, now we all know because none of us knew. Well, one word that none of us are going to have to look up is the word weaknesses. We're familiar with them. There's a list of three weaknesses. Okay, we've all got them. We all do. You know. Well, it's true. except except well. Except for me, a, I thought apparently Juiced has something to tell uh, me. You thought so. I didn't know. So, but it's right here in in yeah, it's black and white. It is black and white. Black ink on white page. Um, what do we got? This can be a little difficult to hear, especially if you're emotionally sensitive. Um, are you sitting down for this? I am. Okay, here we go. I'm waiting with bated breath. I'll bait that ahead. breath away, Meg. You are contra. <laughs> you are contradictory confused and dogmatic listen i gotta say that's not a very good least list of weaknesses confused yeah i'm confused contradictory how dogmatic what i think happened i think that juiced elfers and gary goldstein yeah right they wrote these on the day that they you know were so like they wrote yours on november 28th so they were like full of turkey they just had the holiday pass they kind of just phoned it in that's yeah i feel like they just made a bunch of cootie catchers for each day and said okay yeah uh confused yeah yeah i don't know write it down (laughs) shit like something like that i know listen i know you've got an album coming out you're single you're very excited you got new music on the way but i'm sure that that is ex- it's expensive to make music these days. The uh, you know you it gotta is. you have to hire a team yeah. uh, to managers and you have to hire uh, promoters and um, mm-hmm. opening acts. You have to. So we're gonna try to get some money in your pocket. Is what uh, I'm saying. There is. Listen, a... I got laid off a month ago. I'm Aww. ready for money to fall in my oh. pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a little rough, but we're 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 pushing through. You know. 
Yeah. Should be completely clear that we do not actually give away cash prizes. I'm sorry stop that you said that. Cash prizes. Well, <laughs> well, I could send some money. I mean, <laughs> but if I can dial it back, I would just like to shout out your ex-employer and say, "Fuck you guys." Whoa. Yeah. What's your big, what's no your way. big deal? No way. They uh, they actually ended up laying off my entire department. Like it's a pretty small company and. Mm. Money wasn't really great, like, you know, towards the end of the year. And I think their year end numbers came back and they just weren't where they thought they were going to be. Um, but no, I mean, my my boss got laid off, like all my colleagues. Like it was it was kind of a bloodbath. Yeah. All right. I'm going to dial back my dial back. Shout out your ex-employers. No. I wish you guys the best in your business oh. adventures because that sucks. Yeah. I don't really think any of them saw it coming because it just kind of like. Yeah happened like i got the call actually no i got a text from my hr manager because she called me i didn't recognize the number i was like who's calling me from utah i don't it's like got to be spam and then i get a text from that number like hey this is so and so from hr blah 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 can you give me a call when you get a sec i'm like oh man that that can't be good that can't be good i highly doubt they're gonna just promote me or give me money for free (laughs) and i was right they laid my ass off but such is life a situation where maybe you just don't return the call and then like dan had said there's okay, there's not really any money but what i could do for you might be even better than money because you said you're trying to move to columbus i am indeed. i know an employer in columbus and i could oh. maybe get you a really? job um, look at that do you plumb I don't. Okay. I've never plumbed in my life. Do you, Is that um, a requirement? Yeah, you ha- you must plumb and you must uh, do HVAC. Two of my greatest weaknesses. That should have been in the book, really. Mm, yeah. Doesn't Contradictory. We'll, pe- we'll pencil that in there. Dogmatic. Can't plumb. Can't plumb. Can't do Can't HVAC. Do HVAC. <laughs> I got it. Really got it. stupid. Just like, yeah. oh, idiot. Yeah. Really stupid. Well, all right. Well, ah. that's off the table. I think we'll a lot. This could out. be one of those things where it's like a fake it till you make it, right? That's yeah. true. never plumbed, but yeah. you, you show up to someone's house with a wrench and some overalls. And just... I'm dressed like I'm dressed like Mario. Like yeah, I, yeah. Like the whole yeah. Guys, I know to do. Okay, they, cool. you're like banging on the sink with the wrong end of the wrench. You're like, you sure you know what you're doing? Is hey, this thing on? is this thing on? Yeah, just go I like your yeah. I like your street tough Mario. I think that's yeah. a, that's a fun character. Here's your problem. Yeah. Your, your toilet's leaking. That's your problem. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what's really going on here. <laughs> you got a leaky pipe and you ain't doing nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> that should just be my resume. Like, yeah. things I can't not do. Plumb. Here's, yeah. here's all the things I can't do. I can't plumb. I can't HVAC. Cannot well, root or landscape. To win mm-hmm. a chance for the happy birthday podcast, we've never done this before, but we are going to take a chance on you. And if you get all these questions right, we will enroll you in trade school. Thank God. Okay. And we will pay your tuition completely. Oh, and this is a verbal contract. Okay. I'm saying it on the air. You heard that. You heard it here, yeah. folks. Mm-hmm. They're sending my ass to school. All right. <laughs> all right. So without yeah. further ado, let's hop into the oh, game. Oh, w- with some further ado, can I say we'll send your ass to school, but not before we school your ass. So, Meg, I did say that we'd be talking about deaths today. I was not lying to you about that. I'm going to try to have you guess a person who died on this day, which is January 24th. Um, This guy 
The first guy we're going to be talking about died on this day, January 24th, 1975. He was born October 5th, 1902. Um, he was an American comedian, actor, and musician. He was best known um, as one of the founding members of a comedy troupe. Oh, okay. Uh, his wife's name was Mabel Haney. And Haney. Okay. Um, and this is kind of a wacky guy. Um, mm. He was born to a Russian Jewish family in Philadelphia. Shout out Mabel um, Haney. His mother's name was Fanny Lieberman, which is kind of like Fanny uh, Lebowitz. Annie Lebowitz. <laughs> uh, no. I don't know. He died early. Not. Uh... That's an old man. Yeah. No, this guy, no, he, was, no, that wasn't he did yeah. a lot of silent movies with his two brothers. <laughs> Dan's oh. just killing himself. Not quite. <laughs> this is really his niche, so he's... Dan, do you have any hints? Do you want to step not up to the plate? Uh, not Buster Keaton. No. You know, close, though. Uh, Paul is, in fact, wrong about the silent part. But, and <laughs> well, that's kind of right about the brothers. Topic. He worked with two brothers. They'd uh, knock each other around in the, in the 30s and uh... 40s and even the 50s. They kept on going and going. This and... guy had kind of a Larry David haircut. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Was it one of the Three Stooges? It was. It okay. Was. I don't... Dan, would you like to stand up? <laughs> Who is this gentleman right here? <laughs> uh, oh, God. That is... It's either Larry or Curly. Larry! Mm -hmm. Larry Fine. Okay. It's okay. Larry. There you go. You just bought yourself a semester at trade school. Congratulations. I feel like, I feel like I'm on American Idol. I'm going to Hollywood. Wait, did you know, this Dan, when like you wore American that shirt? Idol. That no, it was his death day? I did not That's know that. That's crazy. That, I didn't even know that. Literally, literally is. Wow, 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 wow. Crazy. <laughs> so crazy. see, God has a plan. I, I say it every day. God has a plan. So plan. That's one okay. semester. Semester you were talking. Toilets 101. Sinks 101. Now, now I, I I sense there's another guessing game because I need to pay for spring of 24. So Yes. Right. And, it's, well, and it's you a, need your wrenches and your... My toolkit, uh, my belt. Paste. Well, yeah. a lot of those places I, will actually mustache. Mustache. <laughs> provide that stuff yeah. for you. A great corporate structure. College isn't for everyone. It's not. Okay. No, but trade school funded by a podcast is. So that mm -hmm. sounds dope. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this next guy, um, he died on this day in 2006. I actually remember this death. I'm going to step in and say that uh, once you graduate from trade school. Um, to repay us when you go on the job and you're fixing someone's toilet or whatever, you need to have the podcast playing out loud on a Bluetooth speaker mm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the people, same episode. Yeah. People be like, this is funny. What is this? Like this? <laughs> eh, it's a little inter internet radio show called the Happy Birthday Podcast. <laughs> you know, they do scholarships. They'll <laughs> <laughs> you know, send you to school. <laughs> you answer the guessing game correctly. I still got to pay for junior year, though, because yeah. I lost. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. 2006. Go ahead. Go 2006. Ahead. He was born on October 10th, 1965. Uh, he was like in me. such films was... as 
The Wildlife, Reservoir Dogs, The Funeral, Footloose, Rush Hour, Corky Romano, True Romance, Beethoven Second, Shortcuts, The Boys Club, All the Right Moves, At Close Range, Pale Rider, and Starsky and Hutch. You just named all my favorite movies. <laughs> yes. So you probably know who this is. He has a much more famous brother who um, is famous for movies like I Am Sam and oh, wait. Oh. other films. Um, uh... Is it a pen? Yep. Dan, hold up the pen. Okay. I have a standard. Now it's really it's that's a really clear clear pen. image. I would say that that pen is crisp. You know what? I'm going to assume financial responsibility for the spring semester and admit that I didn't even know Sean Penn had a brother. Oh, uh, so crisp I lose. Pen. Happy oh. birthday or rest in peace <laughs> Chris Penn. Oh. I could have said, said any name. I could have just been like Chris and yeah. Well, now that. all the all the oh. money's on the line because this is this is the final round of the game, and I tell you what, it's double or nothing. If you get this right, we're gonna pay for trade school for you and for another um, any other person you can find, oh just any it's, random it's person. Bogo. Off the street. That's so generous. Yeah. Yep. HVAC, here I come. HVAC mm-hmm. USA. All right, who's dead next? Tell me. <laughs> this the gentleman who's dead next. He died on this day. In 2017, he was born in 1947. Um, I don't have a wife here. He died in West Palm Beach, Florida. That's where Jeffrey Epstein uh, lived. Um, okay. Age 69. Ooh, nice. Speaking of Jeffrey Epstein. Nice. No. And uh, let's see, he was a musician. Um, he's an American drummer. He was best known as a founding member of the Allman Brothers Band. But he's... Oh, oh. Sorry, go He's not an allman. He's not an allman. But he is a fun name. But he was certainly all man, probably. Yes, he was a man, and you, he was very manly. Could be a hint to his name. Uh, 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 um. What would you if you saw a pickup truck wearing like a jean vest with like a heart oh. tattoo? On it, what would you say? Would you say how would you describe that? If it had like short hair and it was driving maybe a Subaru or an FJ Cruiser. Say that's uh, that's guy manly over there. Oh, you're so close. I think Butch Trucks. Oh. (laughs) Wait, his name is Butch Trucks. Trucks. Yep, Butch Trucks. Wow. I like him. Claude Hudson he, wait, Butch Trucks. Manly Carman is pretty Butch close to Bush Trucks. <laughs> Did you ask me if he was dead, Jackie? Yeah. What Sorry. are we doing here? Butch, that just that's the most Wattpad ass name I've ever heard. <laughs> Butch <laughs> Trucks. The craziest thing is that that um ironically enough, Dan's two sisters were named after Allman Brothers songs. It's not I thought you were going to say Dan's two sisters were named after Butch Truck. <laughs> My sister's Butch and Truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. They man, went with Dan out. for me. I don't know what the deal was there, but. Truck Pasco. That's a yeah. cute name. Yes. Butch Pasco. Yeah. Truck she's Pasco. a lovely Butch. woman, Truck yeah. Pasco. Butch Pasco. The name's Pasco. Butch Pasco. <laughs> so I'm so That's sorry. Cool. You will not be going to trade school. You Damn. will be expelled. Um, that's, we'll that's impressive. You. We will enroll you and subsequently <laughs> kick you out. 
ago. Yes, and you will be on academic probation there for the next 10 years. You know what? That sounds kind of badass when you put it that way. Yeah, Yeah, that does sound cool. I'd want to meet me. I'd want to meet Yeah, I got kicked out of school. Yeah. (laughs) I got elective trade school program. (laughs) I got put on academic probation for a school I didn't even go to. What did you do? I just been butch trucking ever since. I just been butch. <laughs> it's a noble profession. That's yeah, man. Someone's got a butch truck. I don't know about y'all, but what's 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 going on in Cleveland? You're not you're not originally hailing from Cleveland, is that right? You're living there now, but you're are you from I... Columbus or <laughs> so I was born in Los Angeles. I oh lived my there god! Till I was about almost six, like five and a half. Okay. Um, my dad is originally from Cleveland, which and his family still lives out here, so that's why we how we ended up back here mm-hmm. um, in '98. Actually, it'll be 25 years this year. Uh, but I grew up in the Cleveland area, um, and then I went to Ohio State, so I lived in Columbus for about uh, about five years or so, and then I moved to China for almost two and a half years, and then I came back home, and I've been in Cleveland ever since uh, February of 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fun. Damn, what was your favorite thing in China? Oh my god. Uh, favorite thing. Uh, favorite thing. The, the cost <laughs> you can of tell I'm well traveled by my questions. <laughs> that I no, it's, it's just that's a hard question to like um, the food, sure the culture, the language, I mean, the uh, nature. Honestly, from a practicality standpoint, the cost of living it was much yeah. lower mm-hmm. than it is here. Oh, um, interesting. Also, just the people I was surrounded with too. I met lots of incredible people living over there um that i uh, uh, many i still keep in touch with to this day which is great um yeah but it was it never quite felt like home you know i definitely Mm -hmm. um i definitely missed like being able to just like go out and understand and talk to whoever you know is out there you know because there that that initial language barrier was really um was really difficult to get over even though i i got my degree in chinese from ohio state so I already had like a foundation and kind of knew how to speak the language a little bit. Um, but when I moved in 17, I hadn't really been speaking it for a couple of years because I graduated in 15. So it was kind of tough. The first six months were really hard, honestly. What's their um, like toilets and plumbing like? Um, nice. <laughs> that's a great question, actually. <laughs> um, so the nicer places like the nicer newer malls have like western style toilets like the ones that we have um but i would say probably the majority are like the squat toilets which are the ones Mm -hmm. like they're like built in the ground Mm -hmm. um you also have to bring your own toilet paper with you like almost Mm -hmm. everywhere you go i would always have like a little packet of tissues on me that's smart though yeah the really fancy ones had toilet paper so if you were like in a mall that had like a western toilet with toilet paper in the stall it was like oh like Mm. this is this is like a fancy mall so do people use bidets much there i just got into bidets no they do not actually i don't i don't know if i encountered a single bidet in my time over there if i go to one of these regions in china i'm gonna have to walk around with like a tool belt of toilet paper just like 12 (laughs) just like like a like a like a like like a for a hobo knapsack yeah yeah, exactly like the stick with the yeah and that's good bindle i think that's called that's good a bindle yes if i had if we had known this to begin with we would have made just speak chinese the whole time oh my god i'm pretty rusty I know the only Chinese I know is from rush hour, but I do know the few lines that they do say in rush hour. Let's hear sure. it. Is it? Well, let's hear it. Let's go. Uh, 
Shishi. Shishi. Nice. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. So I got that. Um, let's see. Other Do you think any there? of your Chinese experience translated into your new upcoming music? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yes and no. Yes and no. I will say, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they're, you know, they're mostly centered around just like the relationships I've had, which, you know, nothing too exciting there. But I would say like the, oh, there's okay. one song because um, they were all kind of written at different times. Um, but the one song I did write in China, it's actually um, it's a cover of Maneater by Hollow Notes um, with so like fun. reworked lyrics that I wrote like about a week after my breakup like with my the guy I dated in China so um that's probably like the closest like I've got to like a song that reflects my China experiences um yeah so do you think the title garage meets had anything to do with being in China or was was that an American thing like did they have garage meet there no I will go into the backstory for this yeah yeah been waiting for this (laughs) so um Okay, so garage meets. So, when, growing up, like on on my street, um, there was one of our neighbors would cure hams in his garage. Like mm-hmm. he was like the only person on the street that would cure hams or like meats in his garage. And I, it always looked a little unsettling just seeing this giant single ham hock just hanging from a string mm-hmm. in the middle of his mm-hmm. garage. And it that was is just, spooky. Yeah, and I just always it would be up there for like months. And I remember thinking like when is it going to be ready? Like, is he ever going to like take it out of the garage? Is he ever going to like make a sandwich? Like, like, like what are his plans with this ham? Like, what are the ham plans? I want to know. So that's kind of in a very roundabout way. That's kind of how I feel about my music in a way, my own music. I feel like is like a garage meat in a way. Mm -hmm. It's just been in storage for years, curing, acquiring depth of flavor. And I've Mm -hmm. always, I've been asking myself periodically, throughout really like the past five years or so, five, six years, as long as I've been making music now, um, like when am I just going to do it? Like when am I when am I just going to like release all this music I've been writing and saving mm-hmm. up and like reworking, you know? So in a way, I am like a garage meet or my music is like a Aww. garage meet and I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the deli, baby. Like I'm, I'm just fucking oh, yeah. ready to go to the deli. So salty. Sure. I always wondered, you guys ever gone to a steakhouse and got like an aged steak? No. Like an aged meat? I've not. Is it, mm-hmm. is it, is it good? Sure. Have you... Dude, I, I don't know. I got like conned into it one time. It was very expensive. And a guy was like, we got this Delmonico ribeye that has been aged <laughs> for like two years or something. I'm like, that sounds like rotten. As I say. Yeah. Feed me rotten meat. <laughs> Does yeah. it sound good? <laughs> yeah. And like, why would I want aged? Why would I want my meat to be left out for I years? I feel like no food should be aged. Yeah. That's my personal yeah. opinion. Why <laughs> had the same thing happen? I was, I'm sorry. Maybe cheese. Was Say yeah. maybe cheese. Yeah. For yeah, sure cheese. cheese. With that. No, yeah. I was at the freaking steakhouse. The guy said, do you want the aged steak? I said, sure. He brings it out. It's in a wheelchair. Uh. It's got an IV drip. It's coughing. Oh the steak was just coughing grease all over it's the place. Oxygen yeah. tube <laughs> crammed into the Oh. One more question. Go ahead. <laughs> Will you be seeing the new feature film, Megan? Oh. Oh. And she goes like this. Oh. She's like. <laughs> um, <laughs> guess. Yeah. I mean. Hell yeah. I want to see it too. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. I kind of just like want to see her do the arm thing because that, mm-hmm. that shit sends me every time I see it. Yeah. Do, you think that, scary. do you think that you'll get in for free if you show your 
name on your ID. Ooh. Like, look, man, you know. Because they let me go see the movie Dan in real life uh, for free when that came out. <laughs> they wrote this movie about me. I should just mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. I also know the guy that invented blue raspberries. And in the chat, there is a Wikipedia link to the Castorium Mm, thank you for that. Yes. Well, that's if the beaver butt butts. thing. That's the beaver butt thing. Is that Icky. where castor oil comes from? Oh no, that's fish. Castor no. oil comes from fish, no, yeah. No, no. Castorium. Mm. Beaver yeah. blood juice. Ugh. Hmm. Castorium it was, was also considered for use to contribute to the flavor and odor of cigarettes. Yeah. Lovely. Yummy. Can we get some spray in these motherfuckers? Like Please, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean All like right. I wanna sorry, really. Quickly. Oh no 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 no. I want to speak on Castorium for yeah. a brief Please do. Night, minute. Yeah. Um, how about the guy that discovered that? What was like? Yeah. <laughs> what was going on? Like, it's one Freaky thing to shit, just, I'm sure. Yeah, it's one thing to use Castorium and all these products. It's another thing to be the person that that discovered. Hey, yeah. This the stuff that comes out of a beaver's anal glands is actually pretty good, good in food. Like. You know, Kind of good. It's kind of well, tasty. It, it apparently smells like vanilla raspberry. It was like the damn. Scent. Can you so buy man, it? Yeah. Some guy was some. like clowning around by a beaver dam out in the woods, and he's like, "Not bad." <laughs> 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 yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I that brings a very interesting thought. Something that I know about, which is interesting, as a long time ago, I read this uh, article about. The history of diabetes. I don't have diabetes. It was just in a National Geographic magazine. Hmm. Um, okay. I know that sounded very defensive. Yeah. I don't I believe you. <laughs> I wasn't researching it. So you know. I was way just I found passing out my by. Was <laughs> and I was reading about it. You know. I don't know any diabetes. Um, I don't remember the name of the guy or all the specific details, but the initial discovery of just the blood sugar issue was someone in the, I believe in the 1600s a European scientist who noticed that certain the urine of some of the patients tasted sweeter than others. Uh-oh. And I was thinking what a great era for science where you could take yeah. some piss. Like well that tastes too good. <laughs> oh my god. Some ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at, at Meg M E G dot O R dot M E G A N Meg or Megan. Um, you can find me on again like all the major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. Those are the only two that jump to mind immediately. But uh, you can find me under Meg Paulson P A U L S E N. Um, I I'm releasing my single on Monday, January 23rd, in a bag, which is actually a reboot of one of my original songs from 2015. So it's kind of like a cool refreshed like in a bag to electric boogaloo so sure i'm really excited about it uh project drops sometime in march i think uh date has not been set yet um and yeah follow me smash that motherfucking like whatever yeah. it is you do uh, you said a uh, meg or megan what if your name that was your name meg or megan your first name was <laughs> meg or <laughs> megan <laughs> sounds like kind of cool sounds like a character from the never ending story like and to our Patreon members, we have your credit card information, so we will just be buying that album on iTunes for you. Yeah. Oh, nice! It comes out, and you'll get to that'll be downloaded directly to your iPhone. Nice. Hell yeah! <laughs> nice, nice. Like the U two album. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. arrange something like that. My God. I don't know. Yeah. I need to have a meeting with Tim Cook. I got some ideas to bounce off him. Like, hey, yeah, I think he's pretty. Receptive. You know what you did for Bono? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Treatment, Tim. Yeah. Let's hook it up. Come on, Tim. Do me a Sally. Um, if you want a happy birthday podcast magnet or pin, <gasps> I would. send us your mailing address and I'll sure. put those in the mail for you. I would love that. Yeah. Hell yeah. In your I case, it might be more of a, ma- a magnet instead of a magnet. Oh, my God. That sounds excellent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Psh, mic drop. <laughs> Let's end on a high note here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. We usually don't okay. do that. No. No. Well, thanks, Megan. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you all for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And love we you love fun. you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, too. You, have to, you have to leave the meeting. Yeah, it's a... It's a <laughs> you just doesn't push, have like, to. Right. Oh, report. There, report. I got block. Right there. Trade school's calling my name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I'll be off. Signing off. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye. All right. My butt is numb, boys. Yeah, I gotta I to, take I've a little lap. I've had to pee lap. for like 20 minutes. Numb, boys. I gotta boys. take a little lap. I know. Take a little lap. All right, folks. Well, okay. I love this for you. Hashtag Harry Hyde. You can find us, by the way, thank you for listening, on Instagram. Thank you for listening. At hashtag JGF Gang. You can we also find us at, at HBDPOD. Hashtag Dirty Diapers are so 2016. Hashtag okay. Goblin on some cake. Hashtag I suck and I can't get an erection. <laughs> hashtag juiced. juiced. You can also find us on We're Twitter. We're not doing hashtag Jews. You can, sorry, Juiced. J O O S T. Um, you can find us on right Twitter. You can find yeah. us on Patreon. Don't even bother with the Twitter. Our Twitter sucks ass. Let's take it down. I like it. All right. All right. You find us on Mastodon. It's just embarrassing how few followers we have. I've had my Instagram account for 10 years, and I have less no, than 2,000 followers. Twitter I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, all right. Sucks to suck is all I'm saying. Well, it does suck to. And on that note. Sucks to be guy. awesome. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Bye. Happy birthday.